Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Live, the mouse on the computer that was fighting back yesterday. Yeah, we were here yesterday, by the way, on Memorial Day. Mark Larson here, present and accounted for. Uh, glad you're with us on San Diego's Talk AM 760. Our number 800-765-362. But uh, Sean was uh, sitting in yesterday for Mike Usher. And, uh, you know, true to form, we were here. However, the computers were resisting. And the spirit of uh, when Al Sharpton said, uh, the Reverend Al said, resist, we much. Uh, it's it's a given on a Monday holiday when um, the technology just decides to do interesting things. And that included the mouse that I thought was entitled, you know, had just bit the uh, the mouse death. But Mike, you say it healed. Operator the error. It was not operator error. Unless, were there some granular chunks in there? From, By the way, all your alleged problems yeah. have been resolved this morning. On their own? The computers, you can uh, they work now, and uh, a mouse works now. Hmm. Well, I mean, everybody needs a little break once in a while. And, of course, we talked a lot about the uh, the real reason for Memorial Day yesterday. If you missed it, you can get it on the podcast, our live yesterday show. That is on uh, 760radio.com or the iHeartRadio app, and I'm sure you'll in, enjoy that. And one of the things that I brought up yesterday that bears repeating, kind of a, a theme to Memorial Day, and remembering it's not the uh, happy Memorial Day kind of thing. I mean, you could have happiness because of the sacrifice of those who who went before and gave their all for liberty and freedom. But I used the Ronald Reagan quote yesterday that's, that bears repeating today because it applies to pretty much anything we're looking at in the news. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it to our children in the bloodstream in other words, it just wasn't there by osmosis. It must be fought for, protected, and handed on for them to do the same. Freedom is never one, more, more than one generation away from extinction. And if you want to see the speed with which things can go, just pick a news story. I just saw a story that, that China's getting ticked off that the whole world is now saying about the lab leak out of Wuhan. So that's getting traction. The Hunter Biden story is getting traction again after being spiked during the election. There's a lot happening here. We'll get into this. We also have yet another. There are now two recalls pushed by the teachers' union in the San Diego Union High School District, and uh, we talked to one of the individuals targeted just because they believe in the uh, in the parents and the students and not so much in the union. Uh, now there's a second one. Michael Allman is going to join us after the bottom of the hour. Here on the Mark Larson Show, San Diego's Talk, AM 760, Star Parker joins us today. She's over there at StarParker.com, the founder of Urban Cure, author of numerous books, including Necessary Noise. Hi, Star. How are you? Hey. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm actually working on another book. Really? Mm-hmm. Is that the one you yeah, want me to write the foreword for, it? anything like that, uh, dedication to me, or no? Maybe. I might ask for endorsement. It's uh, Up From Welfare. Oh, um, because I think that especially after on the same day that uh, President Biden uh, acknowledged the 100th 
anniversary of the horrible Tulsa oh, riots, right. that then he drops a six billion, a six trillion dollar. Oh God! Um, yeah, that's right. It, that that, if, that it, goes after the Hyatt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, and there's a lot in that, and of course, the White House just today in, in sync with that announcing new housing and small business programs designed to, they say, narrow the wealth gap between black and white Americans. And again, this, as you say, all on the 100th anniversary of the Black Wall Street massacre in Tulsa. And anybody who has not uh, seen the details of that, it, it, I mean, it should be taught very clearly. It's uh, it, one of the worst moments in American history. Uh, you learn from history. I hope we do. And that's, uh, you know, that's, that's part of this. But the politics around it are... I guess they're pretty obvious. This is where we are now. It's like trillion here, trillion there. It's not real money, so keep it flying. Well, it, you're absolutely right about what they're going to attempt to put in there, uh, and then we have to make sure that our senators hold the line so that they, it doesn't end up in law. But it's also, I wanted to point to what's not in there, mm-hmm. and that is the protection of the unborn uh, to be slaughtered with taxpayer money. We have had the Hyatt Amendment since the 70s to make sure that if we're going to keep abortion in our country, Lord willing, that will end next year when the Supreme Court finally revisits mm-hmm. uh, Roe v. Wade. But in the meantime, taxpayers should not fund it. They should not be forced to pay for abortion. And the Hyatt Amendment has protected us as taxpayers from doing that. And this new Biden budget takes those protections away. I remember how Henry Hyde, for whom that is named, as you know, the Illinois member of Congress, uh, how he was vilified by the far left, by the, you know, the pro-abortion uh, factories, if you will. Um, you know, the whole issue of people can have debates and, you know, personal choice. I, I get all of that personal debate on things, but in terms of government forcing it. I'm thinking about the contrast, as you know, Star Parker, about what happened in Tulsa 100 years ago today with some 300-plus deaths, um, just a horrible white-on-black disaster, massacre. But when you look at the stats in the African-American community, the black community in America, for years, the casualties, the uh, the genocide, really, from abortion, it's jaw-dropping. And I don't know that, that, that a lot of people, unless they're on the pro-life uh, side of, of awareness, even know that's happening. I mean, if you talk about what's horrible for the black community, look at history, right? That's exactly what my column this week is pointing out, hmm. to that exact moment that we have now, since Roe v. Wade, uh, slaughtered more than 21 million uh, potentials in black womb. Mm. And for Biden to pretend that he is interested in bridging a wealth gap and or any kind of race gap, uh, the disingenuousness is the fact that on the anniversary of Tulsa, he would use that as an occasion to say, but I think that not only should blacks keep being able to kill their children, we're going to help them do it. We're going to help pay for it. That number, that 21 million is more than how many people were alive during black people in this country during the civil rights movement, oh just to God. put it in context. So we, yeah, so yeah. we need to stop abortion for sure. And the damage is done, not just to women and to families and to traditional um, heritage mm-hmm. and generational uh, family, but also just what it's done in terms of poverty and, and family formation. So that's what I point out in this week's column, but you're absolutely right. When you start having a government uh, talking trillions of money that they're taking from people against their will and keep insisting that they're only taking it from wealthy people. We have to really 
get to the place where we say, what is the role of government? What did the founders have in mind? And how do we move back toward that intention that there's a very limited role of government tapping into all of our resources to do ill things, and in this case, evil things like abortion? Star Parker with us, starparker.com from Urban Cure. You can find all the information there um, on many fronts and policy and action steps and so forth. Um, how much money has been thrown by the government uh, fighting poverty since the mid-60s? I've lost track, and, and I guess every $24 minister, trillion. $24 trillion. Okay, and, and Nine, again, Wait, wait, let me, let me tell you where we are now so, mm-hmm. so the people will understand what, the, what Biden is trying to do to force now everything we've done in urban America into the middle class with this new, we're going to pay for everything from womb to tomb initiative that he's put on the table. When you're talking about the $24 trillion, this is, this is $900 billion a year. Our current federal budget, we spend almost $1 trillion, a quarter of our national budget, on anti-poverty initiatives. You look in the heart of any and every hard zip code in this country and tell me where these ideas are working. And what he wants to do is now take those ideas that we know have broken family, have broken school, have broken community, have broken every aspect of people's lives. Now he wants to push that into the suburban America and push it into the healthy parts of America. And that's what this initiative is about, that he's going to try to pass through, even if it's piecemeal, over the next few years, while Kamala Harris is running around talking about, I now how to say no. Well, say <laughs> no to Biden. Say no to destruction of the whole middle class, because that's where it goes. When you look into any communist mm-hmm. and or socialist country, they do not have a thriving middle class. And this is how they get there, taking poverty and now squeezing it up to increase the means test to get to the place where everybody is addicted to government. Well, and we've had the rehearsal and people have gotten, in many cases, uh, both sides of the political aisle, they've gotten used to it and many have decided they like it over this uh, yeah. this last 15, almost 15 months now in the COVID crisis. Of Americans, 60% of Americans get more from government than they put in. And like we point out, yeah, now COVID is like, okay, well, maybe they shouldn't. No, when, when, when they shut the schools, that was a time to say, that, let the money follow me to where I want to take my child to school. We shouldn't have been arguing to reopen those horrible cesspools that are government-funded and union-controlled. Are you kidding? All they have in mind is LGBTQ and critical race theory. These people are out to destroy the middle class. They're out to destroy traditional family, and they're out to destroy the church. So I think that people should wake up at some point, especially during a week where we're supposed to be mourning what happened in our in our historical past with mm-hmm. Tulsa, right. the Black Wall Street. Then that's the same time we should say, then let's end abortion. Let's stop the genocide now against black family and and, and in fact against all American families that are dealing with uh, abortion being legalized in this country. And, and of course, Star Parker, you know more than anybody really that I know um, what it's like to be on welfare and and choose to to pull yourself out of it. Um, it's hard, but but you wanted to make a different life for yourself. So when people say, "Well, she, and, what, and, what's and Star Parker now?" You know, and, and, look, and look what God has done. And not only that, not only pull up out of their whole welfare. I was in and out of their abortion clinic after clinic. These are the, the clinic. Mm. These are not answers. These are not answers. No, this is this is insisting that someone else knows how to live your life better than you, and it's and it's insisting that there are certain people that wouldn't know what to do with their lives, so we're going to make a life for them. No, this is this is 
You want to talk about inhumanity. You want to talk about the people that, that see others differently. Look, let's look at the elite that are now in control of Washington trying to pass these new budget ideas where they confiscate the rest of anything and everything that's free in our country. Like you just said, if it's about freedom, and you quoted from yesterday, yeah. Memorial Day, where men and women lay down their lives so that mm-hmm. we could live free. We better fight now because we're in that generation that it could be gone tomorrow. It's it could a, be gone before these people leave Washington in four years. That's a perfect storm right now because of what's happened. Uh, you know, We can debate all what was effective and what was overdone, and there's been plenty of revelation on all of that in terms of this COVID stuff for the last uh, 15, yeah. going on 15 months. Uh, but but that's what's different. And but this is that now, look, all of a sudden, oh, it's gone. Okay, guys. We're, we're, we're at a capacity like we were not adults and couldn't have moved ourselves through this without all this inconsistency of, of mask and this thing. Shut that store. No, only, only ones that need to be shut down were who liberals selectively shut down. Red state stayed open. They didn't see any. Increases. Well, you're talking we essential businesses. Yeah, don't take care of it. Yes. Yeah, essential. Exactly. As Newsom likes yeah. to say, you're essential. You're not yeah. essential. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. All right. right. Well, who, just, who made him God to decide who's essential and who's not to well, somebody think, else? Yeah, I think he crowned himself uh, early, and that's one of the yeah, things. That's on, why we're recalling him. <laughs> well, June fifteenth, when when we come out of it and get aligned with the CDC guidelines, uh, it makes no sense to wait to June fifteenth. There's no scientific basis for it, but when that happens, I don't think that Newsom is going to say, "While I'm at it, let me get rid of my emergency powers." I think he likes that a yeah. lot. He, so. he likes that a lot. And you better tell the people that over there at LAX that they were supposed to wait till June 15 because it, right. I was there a couple of weekends ago. I know they, they didn't get the memo that they were supposed to wait yet a, another few weeks. People are living free again. They're like, we don't need this madness anymore, and we're going to take over our lives. So I'm hopeful that there are enough freedom lovers that are going to not only help recall him in California and let's get California back to the place where we live free and responsible, but I think that that's the message for the whole country. Country, especially during this Memorial Day week, that we need no. to um, start thinking about freedom and what it really looks like. Uh, I'm with you. I mean, I'm all fired up now. Go to starparker.com. Of course, Gavin Newsom did initially blame everything uh, 15 months ago on nail salons. That was totally bogus, and uh, you, know, you know, the rest is history and irritating history at that. Well, uh, not nail salons in churches. You know, the nail oh, salons, right. I'm thinking yeah. that they'll get it back together. We can figure out how to do our own uh, nails. But churches, no, this is essential and written into the Constitution. Well, and that's why they're open up, because, you know, you go to court and you get a, a ruling, then uh, there's so much to unpack. And I will later on in the show. Star Parker, appreciate it as always. <laughs> Stay safe. Thank you, buddy. All right, see you at starparker.com at uh, Urban Cure and author of books, including uh, Necessary Noise. And she's working on uh, Up From Welfare, which he knows very, very, very well. iHeart is the number one choice for music, radio, and podcasts all in one. You can't beat Aretha Franklin. Man. Queen of Soul. You get it all in one. No one makes it easier to hear everything and anything you love in one free app. If you're not one of the tens of millions who have the app, download iHeart for free today and start listening. Won't you? Thank you. Coming up, Michael Allman, who's the latest uh, target of the school board in the San Diego Union High School District. There, that now makes two threats to the unions being recalled by the unions. It takes like a handful of people to do this. We'll talk with him. Um, the other individual who's targeted already was on with us a few weeks ago. So apparently the union's uh, flexing the muscle. That's uh, 
you think about essential businesses, non-essential businesses, and entities over the last 14, now 15 months of COVID time, uh, some businesses have done very well. Amazon's not hurting. Big box stores not hurting. Unions not hurting. I, I don't blame you if you're a union member. That Not at all. But when you see what happened, I mean, it used to be subtle. The fact that schools in San Diego County, depending on which district, you know, San Diego Unified and so forth, were down to the last couple of weeks of the school year, this being June 1th. So, uh, but still not back to butts in the seats every day, no uh, long-distance learning. Much of what has happened with the delays and waiting for the science and so forth in certain districts has been because the unions said when, because they were real essential and made themselves even more essential in the education experience, they said over the last year, you know, you're not going back yet. You can't do that yet. So, and and they're not being subtle about saying, we don't like that board member. Now, you can do things legally on either or either side to get rid of somebody on the board or what have you. But the way they're doing it is really kind of, you know, hey, uh, you like your kneecaps? I'm going to give you a call in the middle of the night. It's just business. That's all. Uh, Star Parker mentioned the vice president of the United States, also border czar, Kamala Harris, who I think she's almost up to day 70 now of having the gig as borders are and still has not been to the border to inspect the crisis du jour. Because she's busy doing, well, she had the tweet over the weekend, became controversial. She tried to clean it up after the tweet, but it's still there. You can see it on Facebook at Mark Larson Media going into the Memorial Day weekend, remembering those who gave the ultimate sacrifice, her Memorial Day message was just, you know, enjoy the long weekend. And there was a picture of her that looked like it was from a Vanity Fair photo shoot. It was a nice photo, no problem with that. But And the other day she also spoke to the graduating class at the United States Naval Academy, and that went over about like a lead balloon with extra lead. Many are saying it was possibly one of the worst 2021 commencement speeches, and, and there's a lot of them out there, you know, um, even virtually and some in person this year, but it was weird. I watched part of it, and we'll tell you more about that coming up. Also more on the the wait now to the 15th of June when Gavin Newsom says we can go back to normal normal, but not entirely normal, as normal as, uh, I mean, more normal than now. Here, here's the thing that Newsom doesn't understand, and neither does Kamala Harris and Joe Biden. Remember when Joe Biden and Harris were saying behind all their masks, having been vaccinated for like two or three months, they kept saying, sending a message. Um, and, and Biden would say, if you keep getting the vaccines, which many are doing, and that's great. Your choice. I had mine. You know, I, don't, it, it's, yeah, I think it's nosy to say, hey, how are you? I haven't seen you in a long time. Did you get your vaccination? That's it's private business. I have no problem saying I got it, but you know. Uh, but then the parameters continue on all the confusion we had. Fauci said over the holiday weekend that. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It may be that masks are seasonal. 
alluding to what? We break them out at Christmas time again? Just because government will, they have mask alerts? That'll be next. The, uh, the UV index, the highs and lows for the day, and, you know, take an umbrella or not. And today's a mask up day, America, even though we know that masks don't do what they told us they do. And, well, in some cases, if you're really sick, it's going to keep you from spreading what you have, but the whole level of absurdity. But but Biden said if we just do all that, we could really possibly gather together on 4th of July. Nobody waited for that. Nobody is waiting for Newsom. I know there's some, but most aren't waiting for Newsom's June 15th magical date. He has eyeballs, doesn't he? Did he see and feel what California felt like, what San Diego County felt like over the weekend or today with people back on the streets? I guarantee you, there's, you know, they still have the essential, non-essential BS going on there in terms of who gets to do what. Um, I think technically this, he has emergency powers, yeah, and then uh, the stay-at-home order, I think that's still in place in some weird layer of bureaucracy. But this idea that people, and I know there are some, who just follow everything that Newsom will say, but they, they're just waiting till I, I know what the CDC says, and I could go out there now, vaccinated without a mask, but 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 I'm going to wait till June 15th. Most people have decided long ago to do what they need to do and follow the protocols, wash hands, and not do stupid stuff in terms of purposely infecting people or going to work sick or what have you. So I think the the politicians have showed how clueless they are in many cases where they're just in their bubble. They, I think they believe that San Diego County, for example, was as tightly locked down with some caveats, as Newsom likes to say, as opposed to what it really was over the, <laughs> over the weekend. And then June 1st would be, you can go back out now. That's not creepy at all. San Diego's Talk, AM 760. Diego Stock AM 760. Mark Larson here. Good to have you with us. Uh, Mike Slater today after 12.05. Uh, collect the whole set. Buck Sexton later at 3 o'clock. And uh, Mark Levin. Mark Levin. Tonight at 6. Um, coming up, Tom Del Beccaro, latest on the recall. Yeah, Gavin Newsom's feeling pretty darn good about the recall at the moment because a couple of polls have come out there. He figures people are getting the sense of either deciding to open on their own instead of waiting till June 15th and He's actually okay with some of this, but he wants to look like he's more in control. But but the more he thinks he can escape the recall, and if the election were held today, probably could. But the election's not going to be held till in the fall. So uh, anyway, we'll update you on all of that with Tom Del Beccaro from politicalvanguard.com coming up. Uh, on the issue of recalls, and it's really funny because you'll see the left in the defense of Newsom. Oh, this is this is all political. You can't do this. Uh, why, this isn't fair. There's an election next year. Come on. Uh, everybody's been through the COVID shutdowns. It's been a tough job for anybody. Cut them some slack. If you're the teachers' unions, it's a whole different thing. We told you a few weeks ago, in fact, we had um, Ty Humes on with us, uh, one of the trustees, San Diego, uh, San Diego Union High School District, where um, he was barely there. They, they picked him and said, this is a great guy, African-American. Involved in, uh, you know, with schools and parenting, just 
perfect choice. Then realized that, oh, wait a minute, he's on the side of parents, students, not exactly kissing up to any part of the uh, teacher's union uh, union anatomy. Uh, well, that's been going on. Now, Michael Allman, same place, San Diego, San Diego. I can say that we haven't been, I worked yesterday. I can't. San Diego, Union High School District, school board trustee. Mike Allman has been served recall papers after a board meeting, uh, 11-hour board meeting, served papers by the union president of the San Diego Faculty Association. So here we go again. He joins us here on San Diego's Talk AM 760. So you got, what, a surprise visit? Somebody come knocking at the door with uh, serving the papers? Hi, Mark. Good morning. Uh, No, worse than that, after the 11-hour meeting, as I leave the front door at 10 o'clock in the evening, out of the shadows jumps the union president and shoves the notice into my hand. Thank you very much for your help, Mr. Allman. How many people are on the the entire board there in San Diego? The five-member board, Mark, and that's part <laughs> of the issue is when I was elected last November, it's for the first time in 25 years that a majority of the board is independent of the teachers' union. For the last two decades plus, they've enjoyed the benefits of their candidates, their favorite candidates on the board, which means, of course, they get what they want. For the first time, they have a majority of the the uh, anti-union or not, uh, you know pro-parent and pro-teacher, not union-backed, and they don't like that independence. Yeah, that's why the tantrum. Um, this really does uh, appear to be extra heavy-handed. I know we talked with Ty Humes about that as well. I mean, they're going after a high percentage of the of the board members here. I guess it's legal to do what they're doing, isn't it? Uh, they might defend it by saying, hey, we're just following the rules, but the due diligence on their side seems to be lacking. Well, it, you'd be surprised. It is legal, but it only takes 10 signatures to start this. So a big part is it's a distraction. We should wow. be focusing on how we get kids back in school next year. What are the COVID restrictions going to be? Importantly, what's our curriculum going to be? Instead, we have to navigate... Uh, and be distracted by these recalls, and not to mention that they're expensive. Uh, for both Ty Humes and my recall effort, it could be over a million dollars. And, Mark, that comes from the school district's funds. The union doesn't have to put up that money. That comes out of taxpayers' funds that mm-hmm. could be in the classroom. And with that in mind, I was talking a little bit ago about the uh, the things that, uh, I, you know, I, people are members of unions. I've been a union member before through uh, SAG and AFTRA and so forth over the years, uh, a lot of times because you have to be. But um, I don't I don't take away from people getting union benefits. Not everybody who's a union member agrees with the political side of union leadership. So that, that's a whole separate kind of an issue. But when you see the heavy-handed kind of technique here, the very thing that many on the faculty association, I'm sure, would many of them, if you polled them, probably say, we shouldn't recall Gavin Newsom. That's just not fair. But apparently it's fair here because you're not on the right side of the agenda. No, that's exactly right. It's what side of the coin are you looking on? They, mm. In Mr. Humes's case, they say the board appointed him unanimously, but the people didn't get to vote. So let's recall him and have a vote. On my case, they say, well, the people elected him, but let's recall him and have a vote. So it's all political. This is driven by Sacramento. They're invading our district because they want control and the money that comes behind it. Follow the money. Yeah, This should be about local issues. Nothing is more local than how we educate our kids. This should be up to our elected representatives. Otherwise, we're on a continuous treadmill mm-hmm. of these uh, recalls, and it only takes 10 signatures to start this. Uh, they've got to get a half a million within just three, or sorry, 5,000 within uh, just three months. 
So okay, so uh, so they started in this. In San, yeah, we're talking about the, the recall. Michael Allman, who's the target of the recall there by the uh, the union, the San Diego Faculty Association, takes ten signatures, and they got those obviously probably just from you know the leaders, um, and then they have to get five thousand over the next period of time, and and that's where it gets sneaky, right? Because people may be getting a push in their neighborhood there in San Diego area, in in that district um, to sign something that doesn't appear what it really is because we know how this works we've seen this with uh, recall and anti-recall stuff too you know sign this and you're helping puppies and uh, and the kitty cats uh, survive and helping the children and meanwhile you find out embedded in that is let's recall this guy and throw him out tomorrow well that's part of the problem is that they are going to bring in their uh, supporters from sacramento and they're going to go door to door and when you someone knocks at your door and says hi i'm a teacher will you support teachers it's pretty easy to sign what they don't say mm-hmm. is that the in the fall when we voted as a board to bring back the school kids just one day per week in school full-time that the next day the teachers union sued the district their own district to prevent us from going back just one day a week. They won't tell you that. They'll tell you whatever it takes to get you to sign the petition. Right, and they did that, of course, based on, we were told, and we're often told, the science. And yet we know, you and I both know, Michael Allman, there have been districts open, a lot of private schools, charter schools, um, open since last September. Even Gavin Newsom's own school for his kids has been open since last October. But we can't quite get down to it. I mean, there's a hybrid, and we talk about San Diego Unified, for example, when you know it's it's some some in-person learning, and and they say it's going the way the parents want it. And well, the bottom line is, it's not until the fall that it gets to be back to any sort of normal with butts and seats, without options to just you know work from home and do the learning there. Even though we know that also doesn't work as effectively oh, as, that's right. as in person. So. What we found is that follow the science means follow the science if it agrees with my political views. When the science says that kids can be safely in schools, that they're not vectors of of virus by and large, then they ignore that part. Um, So this is all political. We'll, We'll win it. We'll push it back. But again, it is a, dis, uh, a distraction when we should be focusing on, look where we are. We're about ready to graduate seniors from high school. This should be a celebratory time. Mm-hmm. They're thinking about proms. They're thinking about summer and going to college. Instead, it's yet another distraction for, for no good reason and a waste of taxpayer money. Well, and it's a power grab and, yeah, technically legal. But the uh, the way that you're describing, the way this tends to unfold is uh, really distasteful in so many ways. So San Diego Union High School District School Board Trustee Michael Allman, to whom we're speaking, uh, subject of a union uh, bosses-led recall. So uh, anybody in that district, and, and by the way, if you're not in that district, and you say, what does it matter to me? This is an example of what's been going on throughout California with the uh, the teachers' unions. And if you're frustrated because your kid can't go back to class, you know, as much as you'd like your child to do that, it's it's because of this. This this has ramifications everywhere. But in in particular, in that district, San Diego Union High School. Uh, what what happens? What's your timeline now, and how can people who live in that district be part of uh, some support for you? So, Mark, they should go to my website, which is almondforschoolboard.com, and they'll learn all about me and parent, see parent testimonials. Uh, the timeline is the next 120 days or so where they need to get 5,000 signatures. We need to stop that. I could use all the support. Uh, anyone who's in favor of education, putting parents first, Teachers and taxpayers should all support me at almondforschoolboard.com. And that's almond spelled with two L's, A-L-L-M-A-N, almondforschoolboard.com, San Diego Union High School District. And, again, if you weren't weren't effective, as I know you are, 
uh, like your fellow uh, Board of Trustee member uh, Ty Humes, there wouldn't be the the big push to recall uh, both of you in this case. So um, that's a measure of, of some success and a badge of honor, even though it feels pretty ugly <laughs> when you're the target. So you got it, good luck. Uh, keep us posted. All thank right? you. All right. Stay the okay. course. Thank you very much, uh, Michael Allman. Um, and, and the way that was delivered by the school board, um, I'm sorry, not the school board, the uh, union president, San Diego Faculty Association, coming out of like the, the bushes at night. You've been served. Hey, have a nice night. Watch out for the horse's head in your bed. Okay, that part wasn't part of it. But I don't think. Didn't ask him. Coming up, a problem with your meat. I'll explain next. San Diego's Talk, AM 760. This is my right. A right given by God. To live a to live in freedom. Talking about so far, sticking the uh, sticking with the freedom theme. I like this so far, Mike. Good job. Not just isolated to a holiday and free because of what men and women did, laying it all online. Uh, why we have Memorial Day, or as it was called originally, Decoration Day. Going back to the Civil War, I'm waiting for somebody to come out now and say, you know, it's not. That's not right. It's it's glorifying the Civil War. It's not. Yesterday had uh, Bert Folsom, professor extraordinaire, Hillsdale College and author, uh, he, he, he's our go-to history guy, talked about the whole, when it all started, origins of what is now Memorial Day. And it's, to use an overused word, amazing. You can hear that on the podcast, by the way. And the iHeartRadio app or go to 760radio.com. And speaking of the app, the great historian Will Farrell is back in his legendary role as Ron Burgundy in season four of the Ron Burgundy, the Ron Burgundy podcast, premiering this Thursday. That's the day after tomorrow on the free iHeart app. Day after tomorrow, that's the third, right? Because today's June 1th. So the, thir- the third is when OSHA, the California Occupational Safety Health uh, Amalgamation, those people, will further streamline their opening guidelines for workplaces. You realize that even with the CDC guidelines that Newsom's not embracing until the 15th of June, the rest of the country is doing great, by the way. But there could be super spreaders, Dr. Fauci. Um, Only four states are now in the COVID high-risk level. And by the way, they're not the states where things have been open, like Texas, since April 1st. But even though... We know what Newsom says will be the case coming up on the 15th of June. And then, of course, on the 17th of June, the Padres said, hey, come on in. It's a business as usual, a full house at Petco Park, and on and on and on, um, complying with the CDC rules that have been in effect for, what, a couple weeks now? But OSHA, the California bureaucratic entity that oversees workplaces still has in place the, if you go to a workplace today and more and more places are saying, come on back to work, you still have to wear a mask indoors and outdoors, vaccinated or not. That's still on the books. And that still trumps small T, whatever Newsom's doing at the moment. So they may loosen that up, but they have a meeting this Thursday on the third, which I'm sure will be a wonder to behold if we could get uh, a bird on the wall or something, or, or an eavesdropping device to find out what's actually going on in that uh, meeting should be fascinating on many fronts. Now, I want to talk to you about something personal, your problem, your meat problem. Uh, 
Just when we get through the, the cyber attack, the pipeline deal, even though Joseph R. Biden, the guy who appears to be president of the United States, um, kills off the Keystone XL pipeline, kills jobs in the Dakotas in one fell swoop, and then in the last couple of weeks he undoes the sanctions on that pipeline that Russia uses. So so follow follow the non-logic here. So you kill jobs in America, get rid of the fossil fuel pipeline, but you okay Russia while talking tough about Russia and Putin, of course, but you give them that for nothing in return. And uh, then there was the cyber attack on the East Coast with that, uh, what is it, the colonial company. And most likely they paid, according to reports, a big fat chunk of ransom, which means there will be more cyber attacks. We saw this with Scripps here in San Diego that the healthcare system had the uh, hacking issue. So now here's an article from Bloomberg this morning. Cyber attack on JBSSA, the largest meat producer globally, now forcing the shutdown of some of the world's largest slaughterhouses and signs that the closures are spreading. JBS's five biggest beef plants in the U.S., which altogether handle 22,500 cattle a day, have halted processing following a weekend attack on the company's computer networks. Well, how about that? And JBS posts that on Facebook for the labor unions and employees and all that. The outages, those alone have wiped out, at the moment, nearly a fifth of America's meat production. I mean, this is a worldwide thing. So how do you think, that when you pay ransom, the way to avoid this is to be prepared against this. And if you look at Biden's budget about, uh, well, the defense budget, for example, there's not a whole lot in there about blocking cyber attacks. And obviously, companies have to do their part. Government can't and shouldn't do everything, but there needs to be some some connectivity here. A unified effort, but and, and I'm sure there are some who were happy to vote for Biden, Kamala Harris, and company. Maybe the Ocasio Cortez bunch going, "That's good. I don't want meat anyway. That's fine." Well, then what's next? The vegetable chain. It never stops. That's a big, big deal. I'm not seeing. Has Biden talked about that at all? Not so far. San Diego's talk. AM seven sixty.